Welcome to GFT, Galactic Figure Talk, a podcast about Star Wars and Star Wars action figure collecting. The reason they're three and three quarter inches tall is because the first mock-up figures that I made were Fisher-Price Adventure People. I will freeze your body in carbonite forever, Han Solo. Not so fast. We finally launched Six Inch when I felt the time was right. We needed a new spark. We started selling all of the action figures through the fan club and uh, our most successful was the Cantina Band. That was enormously one of the best-selling items we've ever sold through the fan club. My nephew has a hand model on the Wampa box. He's the one with the little hand that's in there. It's Kenner's new Star Wars action figures. Now, welcome your host, Chris B. Welcome to another episode of GFT, Galactic Figure Talk. My name is Chris B. I'm your host, and on this episode... I want to take a look back at 2023 and what it was like collecting the 3 3 quarter inch line. So let's do it. So 2023 was a pretty good year for 3 3 quarter inch collectors. The vintage collection uh, is pretty much back on track to give us all the world building aspects that we've come to love in the 3 3 quarter inch line with vehicles, playsets, smaller type vehicles with the speeder bikes, for example, this year as well. And the only thing that I think we're missing now is just a bit more of everything. And of course, creatures. We're missing creatures. Where are the blurks? Where are some of the uh, maybe updated tauntauns and what have you? So that's still missing. But everything else so far in TVC looks really, really good. So let's take a closer look at everything. So for 2023, I counted a total of 89 figures released in TVC. I guess it depends on how you count the figures. Uh, you know, if you've been following Galactic Figures, you know that I do count Grogu, for example, as its own figure. I also have the Lothcat that came with Sabine, uh, you know, set as its own individual figure. So I do count those individually, and I guess it depends on whether you count those or not. And uh, you might come up with a different number of figures. But I do count those, and I came up with 89 released TVC figures in 2023 and that is a lot of figures now the first announcement which we got for the vintage collection was on february 1st and that was a live stream that hasbro held on their youtube channel and they did announce a ton of figures for tvc but what was the most uh, interesting aspect of that particular live stream was uh, the announcement of a new assortment for the Vintage Collection with two packs. Because they did announce the Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi two-pack. And as you are probably aware, is that uh, they followed up with two additional two-packs with Jedi Revan and HK-87 and, of course, the Ewok 
two-pack, which was based on the 1985 cartoon from, you know, of course, back in the days. So the two-packs are a new assortment in the vintage collection, and I think, from what I can tell, they've been very well received. Now, if you haven't seen what these look like yet, they're basically two individually carded figures in a bigger box, in a, in a sleeve, so to speak, and that kind of gives you the uh, freedom to display them either in their boxes or, you know, individually carded. And I think this is an interesting concept. And why not keep this up? I think this looks pretty good. Then that was really the first bigger announcement in 2023 in February. But where it got really interesting was when they announced the return of Haslabs for Star Wars, specifically for the vintage collection and i think it made a lot of people happy when they announced that the ghost vehicle would be made based on the ahsoka tv show aka star wars rebels obviously a lot of people backed it and the final number for the ghost came in at twenty-one thousand seven hundred and sixty-eight backers so there was a lot of love for the vintage collection this year from collectors and I would say that this was a massive success for the Star Wars team, the, the brand itself, and of course for us collectors, because if you back this really amazing looking vehicle, you're going to have a beautiful display piece later in 2024. Um, the vehicle does come with Hera Syndulla, Ezra Bridger, Zepp, and Kanan. And if you've missed that announcement, they are also going to offer Sabine and Chopper, which are going to be sold separately in January of 2024. So those pre-orders should only be a few weeks away from now. But again, you know, the Ghost was a huge, you know, a huge success for Hasbro and um, for collectors. And it's really, really great to see that for Vintage Collection that fans and, and collectors really came out and supported that. Um, even though, you know, I think a lot of people have not even watched Star Wars Rebels, especially newer collectors are behind on a lot of the Star Wars content. And so it was really interesting to see that this project took off the way it did, especially in, well, I want to say the last two or three days. I mean, this Haslab just flew past all expectations. So that was really, really great to see. So I guess, you know, Vintage Collection is where it's at when it comes to Haslabs. And uh, I would not be surprised if we see more Vintage Collection Haslabs in the near future. So fingers crossed. Now, talking about vehicles and the ghost, 2023 was definitely a year where we finally got to see more vehicles. We got a brand new speeder bike uh, from The Return of the Jedi, which was then also repainted uh, in Mandalorian colors the way it appeared in Mando. And, uh, you know, great vehicle, you know, and for the longest time, this was down to about $20 on Amazon. So, I hope everybody listening to this podcast was able to pick one or two up of those because it is the best speeder bike that they've ever done for three three quarter inch. Now we can have a discussion about whether you know the development cost was necessary to retool the 2012 version, but you know it doesn't really matter because they already spent the money anyways and they already gave us 
a better version, so to speak, of the speeder bike, and uh, it's great. And as far as three three quarter inch speeder bikes goes, from the original trilogy or from Return of the Jedi, uh, they will never ever remake this. There's absolutely no reason for them to ever go back and remake this. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for a speeder bike, this is the one to get. Not only is it a beautifully sculpted piece, but uh, it also comes in Kenner-inspired packaging, which also looks great. And it comes with a carded figure on top of that. So, yeah, that was really, really great to see. But not only that they gave us a new speeder bike from Jedi and Mando, but just the indication that they might give us more smaller type vehicles again. You know, these mini rig type vehicles, which they can sell at a, a cheaper price point. I think there's definitely some room there. And, and I think people would be really thrilled to see uh, that, you know, explored a little bit more. And why not re-release these uh, Rebel Technician transports from A New Hope or you know, go in that kind of direction where you might already have a vehicle that you can just repackage. I mean, how cool would that Rebel Technician vehicle look like in Kenner-style packaging with the Hildebrand logo on top? And oh, it would be so awesome. So I'd love to see that, especially with a fresh coat of paint on it and maybe some weathering. I think that would be absolutely phenomenal. So seeing the speeder bikes in 2023 gives me hope that they might go that route and that'd be really cool um but uh for vehicles they did repackage the scout walker from return of the jedi in new packaging with a chewbacca figure bit of a head scratcher quite honestly the the scout walker has been in rotation now constantly over the past two decades i want to say we had quite a few different versions of them and Especially the, uh, I think the Legacy Collection version came out in the Black Series line again where it hit deep discount stores for $10. I actually bought those for $10 back then at uh, Raw stores. And then it came back for Mando with a little bit of different uh, a paint app and, and some soft goods uh, included with the vehicle that you could wrap around the legs and stuff, which was great, but it was essentially the same vehicle. But then uh, now it came back again for TVC the second time. The first time it was a Kmart exclusive. And uh, yeah, so they re-released it in 2023. But again, you know, if you're a newer collector uh, and you never had the opportunity to pick that up, this would have been your entry point to get a really cool vehicle. And if you picked up the Endor Bunker this year, uh, even better. Then you have the Endor bunker, you have the speeder bikes so you can uh, populate that scene with, and you get a scout walker. So that rounds out that entire scene or that battle of Endor really beautifully, I think. But, you know, that's not where it stopped because they also gave us the N1 Naboo Starfighter, a brand new sculpted vehicle. And yeah, I think people were extremely happy with it, despite the really hefty price point of $131.99, I think is what it retails everywhere. But if you were patient, uh, you should have been able to score it for around $100 at different stores with coupons and, and specials that they had going on around Black Friday and going into the holiday shopping season. So yeah, 2023 and vehicles for TVC, it looked pretty good with, with the Scout Walker, the N1 Naboo Starfighter, the announcement of the Ghost, plus the Slave 1 in Boba Fett colors is also still available at a variety of different stores, including GameStop just restocked it I saw a couple of days ago. 
Um, it's still available on Hasbro Pulse as well. So for vehicles, definitely better than it was in years past. Now talking about big ticket items, of course we gotta talk about Boba Fett's throne room playset, which is totally cool. I know it does have a hefty price tag, but it does come with an exclusive Bib Fortuna action figure, which is great. And the whole playset turned out wonderful. I mean, if you have a thing for the Clone Wars, you can populate it with a Clone Wars Jabba the Hutt, for example, build a few figures around it in an animated style, so to speak. If you prefer your Kenner figures from back in the 80s, and this, yeah, 80s, you know, 83, 84. Yeah, you can populate this scene with Kenner figures and it looks great. And then, of course, you can do the same thing with all the modern figures that they've released for 3 3 quarter inch since 95. And if that's not your jam and you're a super fan of the Book of Boba Fett, you can populate it with Book of Boba Fett action figures. So basically, you get four different opportunities to populate this set. And for me personally, I'm thrilled about this because a lot of the figures that I've collected over the years uh, finally have a home where I feel like it's not just a Power of the Force 2 backdrop. It's something that's a bit more sturdy. Uh, it looks more up to date and it just looks great on display. And I have a lot of plans on what I want to do with this down the road. I definitely want to repaint it a little and build out that entire Jabba's Palace scene a little bit more. Now, talking about the 40th anniversary of the Return of the Jedi, how good was it for TVC, right? And so I looked into how many figures they released single carded on the Return of the Jedi packaging and I counted 16 single carded figures. Now, out of those 16, only two of them were brand new characters, which they had not done before with Tame Dren Garin and Valken Tesseri. All the other characters were either updates to figures which they had previously done or just straight repacks or very slight repaints. But lots of good figures though. You know, a lot of the uh, skiff guards, uh, you know, a lot of newer collectors didn't have already like Woof and Weequay. Uh, they re-released um, Yuck Face. Uh, we finally got an updated version to Tessic, which was really necessary, I think. And you guys know I'm not necessarily a fan of uh, advocating remakes of older figures. But in some cases, it is really necessary. And Tessic, for example, is one of them where uh, they've really done a wonderful job in 2023 to give us a new version of that. The one figure which I was surprised by not having been released for the Return of Jedi this year in TVC was Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight. I for sure thought uh, that that's a figure that they're going to put back out, but they didn't. Um, maybe it has something to do with uh, Luke Jedi being in the retro collection, also in the Black Series line. Plus they had Luke Jedi Jedi Academy from the Book of Boba Fett in TVC. So maybe that was the reason why they kind of held back on Luke Jedi. But uh, not a big deal. I mean, they've already released them previously and I think most of us have that figure in our collections. But yeah, I just wanted to point out that it was surprising that Luke Jedi was not part of the TVC lineup this year. But again, I already talked about the bunker, which turned out good, um, the speeder bike for Return of the Jedi, the scout walker for the Return of the Jedi, uh, these 16 single-carded figures for Jedi. 
Um, when you look at those 16 figures, one thing that I noticed is that there weren't any Ewoks included this year at all. Um, the only two Ewoks that you could get were the two repaints in uh, cartoon 1985 style, which was released in, in the two-pack uh, two uh, assortment for TVC. So if you wanted to have some Ewoks, I mean, you could get those two and at least have two of those Ewoks. So maybe maybe we'll see more Ewoks in the coming years, hopefully. So fingers crossed for that. Also, one thing which I would have loved to see in the 40th anniversary for Return of the Jedi, specifically in TVC, was uh, the Max Rebo band. Really wanted them to update that. Um, specifically the organ for Max Rebo. I think the one that we have in our toy lines currently goes back to 1984 to the Kenner version that they've done, which is completely inaccurate. Uh, it's missing the entire side panel on the organ with that big speaker or whatever that thing is that comes out of the organ that's completely missing on that. And then also Max Rebo doesn't really have human looking legs i mean he is playing the organ with his legs those are his legs basically so max rebo would be really cool to see updated in tvc and the 40th anniversary would have been a good opportunity to put a set like that out but maybe maybe we'll see that in the future i would love to see that <laughs> Now, besides the Return of the Jedi tributes, there were also some tributes to other media uh, in TVC in 2023. And the two standouts for me, number one was the Kenner Boba Fett in Kenner colors. You know, it, it was weird to see that. But at the same time, you know, once you actually have the figure in hand, I can't help but smile at it. I think it turned out great. And it's, it's such a fun figure to have. But the, uh, the one which surprised me the most that they did in 2023, of course, is the Life Day Chewbacca. Um, who would have guessed that they would ever do any official Star Wars action figure based on the holiday special? So that was really cool. And, you know, there is, uh, I think, some, some room to do the other characters as well with Luke and Han and Leia and, of course, the entire... Uh, Chewbacca family would be cool to see on individual card backs. I mean, come on, you know, that would be so fun to see. Um, so yeah, that was 2023. That really surprised me. There's a couple other things I want to talk about for TVC and uh, some of the stuff which, you know, turned out okay, could be done better. Uh, and I do want to talk about the Troop Builder multi-packs now i thought it was great that they came out with the modal notes this year in a in a multi-pack where you can just swoop them up in one purchase and you instantly have uh the uh the cantina band and all the instruments that go with it including the chairs and the drums and all that so i thought that was really cool that they did that um, also really enjoyed the Tuscan Warrior multi-pack and I'm glad we got the Chieftain and we got the whole set basically. But then where it kind of fell apart for me was with the uh, 212th Clone Trooper multi-pack. I actually just opened that a few weeks ago and I was really disappointed in that set because I think it's pretty widely known now at this point that... 
Hasbro is basically mailing out defect products to their customers because, I mean, it's totally based on luck what item or what multi-pack they send you because some of the figures in those sets have painted brows on the helmets and some don't. And I think that is a huge letdown because, for example, I ended up with a set that has the defect helmets. And it's kind of weird when you spend 50 or $60 and then you open it and you see that, yeah, they didn't paint the helmets properly. And there's other customers that were sent the properly painted ones. Now, you know, in years past, I would be like, I would just shrug it off. But we're now in a price range where I feel like, you know, when they know that there's something wrong with your product, maybe you want to pull it and not send it out anymore, right? Because I don't think that once you open these troop builder sets that you can return them. And then even if you return them, how are you gonna get one that's painted properly? Because they don't know themselves. They would have to open the box because you can't see the figures inside. So, you know, I could say that Hasbro's been sending out defective product basically. And, you know, maybe I'm just looking at it a little too harshly in this case, but uh, it does leave a bit of a bad taste in my mouth, if I'm honest. So, yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to bring up, and I think that uh, that's also been something that's been discussed in the Galactic Figures community this past year, is that Hasbro started to pack in specific characters in Troop Builder packs, which really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Now, I just mentioned that I really enjoy the Tusken Raider Chieftain, and I'm glad that they made it, but I feel like that should have been a single carded release. Because quite honestly, if I were to add multiple Tusken Warrior Troop Builder sets, I only need one Tusken Warrior Chieftain. I don't need three, four of them. I personally would prefer if they keep the Troop Builder program exactly what it was meant to be, which is a Troop Builder program. And that to me means that there should be four troop builders in these sets. Maybe Hasbro should consider going back to more of a battle pack type idea in addition to the troop builder sets where they can add those kinds of characters in, in addition to the troop builder sets. Because I know I enjoyed getting the Tusken Warrior Chieftain, and I know there's a lot of other people who are happy that... Uh, uh, Mahdi, for example, was included in the sets, or that we got Clone Trooper Waxer in the 212th Battalion 4-pack, for example, because apparently those are characters which would have not been released single-carded, so that was an opportunity for them to release those characters. But again, for troop building, this doesn't make any sense at all. So I thought that was interesting in 2023. We'll see how that's going to continue into 2024, but I feel like troop builder sets should be exactly what they're meant to be, which is troop builder sets. And nobody needs four or five different Admiral Mahdi's or Captain Piet's in addition to only then two, you know, Imperial officers in a set, for example. That is definitely something that I think uh, they need to revisit or take another look at and see if they can maybe course correct that a little. Now, this is pretty much everything I wanted to talk about for the Vintage Collection for 2023, but overall, I'm very happy with what Hasbro has done. The one thing I'm going to say is that we all want more, and we all want more new characters, and 
with five or almost five generations of Star Wars action figure collectors now, we all have our different priorities. We all have our favorite characters that we want to see made. And with more and more entertainment coming out, there's less and less opportunity for Hasbro to make those figures. And so I'm just happy every time I see a figure that I'm really fond of. Uh, and yeah, anyways, the way I wanted to close out the show is by talking about the top five figures for TVC, uh, which were released in 2023. And what I've been doing over the last several years on Galactic Figures is ask you guys to vote for your favorite vintage collection figures and six inch figures as well and uh you know the top five gets a little logo on galacticfigures.com which indicates that this figure was among the best released in this particular year and so early not early in december but before christmas a couple of days before christmas four or five days before christmas actually I posted that you guys should post your top five vintage collection figures for 2023. And I tallied the results and the results were pretty cool. And in spot number five was Cat Bane from the Book of Boba Fett. In spot number four was Hera Syndulla from the Ahsoka TV series. In spot number three was Paz Vizsla, the deluxe version. In spot number two was Darth Revan from the Knights of the Old Republic. And in spot number one was Chrysanthemum, the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive version, which came in really cool packaging and a ton of accessories. And those were the best or the most popular vintage collection figures in 2023. So again, the number one spot went to Chrysanthemum, the San Diego exclusive, Darth Revan, Paz Vizsla Deluxe, Hera Syndulla, and Cat Bane from the Book of Boba Fett. And that was the top five for 2023. And that's where I'm going to wrap up this episode of GFT Galactic Figure Talk. Stay tuned because in two days I'll drop another episode and I'll take a look back at 2023 for the Black Series 6-inch line. Thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe. Hit the 5-star in your app, please. And I'll catch you on the next one. It's a wrap for this episode, but the next one is just around the corner, so make sure to subscribe. Meanwhile, have fun browsing over 4,000 Star Wars figures on galacticfigures.com, the Star Wars action figure database. The website helps you look up and identify Star Wars figures. Leave your own figure reviews in the comments or check out photo galleries, figure info, news, press releases, or event coverage from New York Toy Fair and Star Wars celebrations. Thanks for listening. Check the links in the description and remember to subscribe.